Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of Encounter with God Together, our weekly video and audio podcast, where I, um, as president of Scripture Union, reach out and have a guest each week who is going to help us uh, come through the scriptures that we're looking at ahead. And uh, this week, I'm happy to have one of my board members, uh, Reverend Richard Hasselback, who's who's the uh, pastor of Clarkstown Reformed Church and a wonderful board member. And good to have you again, Richard. Thank you very much. It's good to be here. Thanks for all the work you do. And thanks. This is a wonderful podcast. I, I'm delighted to be to be on it and sharing it with you. So yeah, no, we'll do a lot of good work here. You're doing great. And uh, you always you always bring some things for us to think about. Well, thank so you that's very much. Wonderful. And we were talking earlier before uh, before we came on to the recording that that today actually is Pentecost Sunday as we're recording. So it um, is. And, and I, I think this is a fairly appropriate passage for the day after Pentecost because you know, Paul, it's funny, this is, this is probably the most personal of Paul's letters. And, and you can tell in, in some places he's defending himself, some places he feels hurt. Mm. Um, you, you can you can read between the lines to some friction that's been in the Corinthian community. And so so Paul is 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 doing any number of things, but one of the things he 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 stresses, I think, in this portion of his letter is how what he does is not self-aggrandizing, mm. which suggests to me that he, he may have been accused of that. Yeah, I was thinking that too as I was reading earlier but, today. But, but what what he's doing is he's doing the job that God gave him to do. So he starts because we possess this ministry through God's mercy, we do not give in to discouragement. Mm. So I mean, he packs a lot into that one little sentence. His ministry doesn't. It's not like he got up some morning and said, "Gee, I think I'm going to go to Corinth and start a church." This is his calling from God, and God calls called him out of God's own mercy, and the mercy is directed not to Paul, but to the ministry he has to bring the Spirit of God and the presence of Christ and the message of the gospel to people who haven't heard it, and 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 that's all that matters to Paul. So he, 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 he then sort of goes into defending himself. Rather, we repudiate shameful, underhanded practices. I'm reading from the New American Bible. Hmm. Um, and, and, and I think what he's saying is, you know, th there are some charlatans out there. This is very good. Uh, it's a very good message for us today. Mm. Because not everything that covers uh, itself with God is godly. And there are charlatans of religion out there who are peddling religion for, for, for self-aggrandizing or self-enriching purposes. Mm. And Paul says, I'm not like those guys. And I think he probably also says, when you're looking for for guides in 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 your religious life look for people who are genuine believers who bring you the mess i mean of 
course, I, I'm the pastor of a church and I am paid, but, but, but I don't do this. For, I mean, I, I'm also an attorney. I could make a lot more money doing something else. But I do what I do because I love doing it. Yeah. And, and because I believe that I have a calling f- from God in God's mercy and that mercy is directed to me and, and, and it's a blessing to be a minister, but it's also directed to the people to whom I bring the message. Mm-hmm. And, and the message is powerful to the extent that it has integrity and it has integrity when it flows from faith. It's not theology, although theology is a part of it. It's, it's believing in the relationship that we have with the Father through the Son in the Spirit. Mm. And, and it's, a, it's, it's a Trinitarian thing. Next Sunday is Trinity Sunday. It's a Trinitarian thing. Um, it's, a, it's, the, it's God engaged with us in the totality of God's um, being. Uh, so God chooses to be intimate with us. But that's, that's what Jesus makes possible. Jesus, the new Adam, tears down the wall that sin had created so that God can, can be intimate with us as he was intimate with, with Adam in the garden. That's mm. the gift of, of the cross, really and the resurrection and the ascension and the sending of the spirit. So with that spirit sent, we are to be new beings. And you know, and that's, that, that, that's easy to say, but, but the challenge of Christianity isn't to say stuff, it's to live in such a way that we become um, lights in the world um in the gospel i i read the the gospel today in church um it, it's the uh, the the first, it's john 20 it's the the uh, jesus appearing in the upper room and he says peace i give you peace he says it twice and and they're full of joy and then he says as the father has sent me i send you and i, I think those three things you see this in paul as well when mm-hmm. when when the presence of the Lord is with us, we have peace. Just just in the, in the verse just before the one that we're reading today, Paul writes, um, "The Lord is Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom." All of us, gazing on the Lord's glory with unveiled faces, are being transformed from glory into glory, into His very image. By the Lord, who is the Spirit, that—that's Paul's belief, and and, it, and it's uh, enhanced in in the in our passage, is that we are being transformed, not by Paul's preaching, not by doing good stuff, we are being transformed by our relationship with Christ, and that is pure gift. Yeah. Um. And 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 Paul, you know, he he, he defends himself a little bit. He says. Um, he, he says, you know, that this isn't, this isn't uh, me being Paul, but then he, he says, um, if our gospel can be called, he said, I, I do everything open. I'm transparent. You know, what you see in Paul is what you get. And he says, and if there's any veiling at all, 
It's because our eyes and minds have been blinded by the God of the present age so that we do not see the splendor of the gospel showing forth the glory of Christ, the image of God. Mm. So why is there blindness in the world? It's because of false gods. Where are our false gods? They're all around us. I mean, I used to, years ago, I thought, you know, idols, you know, that's a thing of the past. I mean, Rome had Zeus and, or pardon me, Jupiter. And, and the Greeks had Zeus. But who, 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 uh, who worships idols today? Then I began to looking around, look around at all the things we replace God with, 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 with money, with, uh, with our security, uh, the security we build the, of the world that we build up for ourselves, with the kids, with relationships, with TikTok, with, with their devices. Try to take a mobile phone away from a, from a teenager and you will see the God that they really worship is in some ways connected to that, to the connectedness that the phone represents for them. Uh, and, and I think Paul would say that's, that's all strong. That's, that's all nonsense. I, I saw a, a video of George Foreman. I saw it recently, but it was back for, in, in uh, 2000, uh, 1977. He did, he had a, apparently after a fight, he had a near death experience. And he said in the near death experience, he, 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 he felt himself, you know, going and he looked back at all the things that he valued. He, he was a wealthy man. He had a lot of property. And he said, it was crumbling behind me. It was like nothing. It was dust. And he came out of that of, 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 of experience saying, it, never, not having been terribly religious before that, saying, Jesus is Lord, and that's all that matters to me. Wow. And, and, and I think that that is something that Paul reflects here when he says, look, if your eyes are blind to the splendor of the gospel, that's because you're looking in the wrong place. You're, you're, and that's why it's so hard to, 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 uh, to build Christian community in, 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 in cultures like ours where we're so wealthy and, and so comfortable and where mm. there's so much stuff that we get to want and hoard and grasp at. And, and if you look at a place like Africa or India, where, where the Christian church is growing exponentially, it's because they don't have all that stuff. For them, Jesus is Lord, and it's, he, he's their hope. Hmm. So, so I, I think Paul is, is on to that. Uh, and again, he says, it's, it's not ourselves we preach, but Christ Jesus is Lord. Paul is Christocentric. He, he never loses his focus on what he's doing. He can, he can whine a little bit. He can be a little, you know, um, a, a little unsure of himself uh, personally. But when it gets to his message and when it gets to his mission, he says, I preach Christ and Christ. It, it, elsewhere, he says, I preach Christ and Christ crucified. And uh, for the God, he says, who said, let the light shine out of darkness has shown in our hearts that we in turn might make him, might make known the glory of God shining on the face of Christ. He goes on to say, this is the treasure we possess in earthen vessels. Mm. Um, and it, there's a, a beautiful link there to Genesis, right? The God who, who, who 
called light into being and, and forever ended the power of darkness uh, shines in us as we uh, let the light of Christ radiate from us. Mm. That's our job. And it's really what none of us can do that on our own. It's a, it's a tall order. It was a tall order for Paul. It's a tall order for us. But um, today is, is Pentecost, which is the day that reminds us that we, what we can't do on our own, we can do because we are made new by the Spirit. And that Spirit within us has tremendous power if we use it. Mm. If, mm. And, and we won't use it unless we believe in it. And, and, and so, and we won't believe in it unless we see it at work. So, so allowing ourselves to just be in the spirit and let God do the work, but never, Paul is never ashamed of Christ and we must never be ashamed of Christ either. Paul has this treasure. He says, we've got this treasure in earthen vessels. Well, if you have a treasure, you're going to, you're gonna, you're happy, right? You tell people about it. You see, you call your friends. You look, look what I've got in my earthen vessel. I've got a treasure here, and 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 I think that's we we have become so trained to be quiet about our faith that we don't share it with our neighbors who may not be Christians, um, but who may really need to hear that that there's power in the name of Jesus. Um, that that that's available to them just one last I, I don't know how much time i i'm speeding through here but one last story if i have time for it sure um i had a meeting yesterday with a wonderful woman uh janelle patterson who's uh, who works with the agino foundation they they dig wells in africa and uh she was telling me a story about they were they were they wanted to put a well in, in north, northwest Uganda. And uh, it ended up that, that uh, they, they got an engineer, the project was all set, they had it funded, and they were looking for the right place to dig. And all the Christians, they do this in conjunction with, with uh, the local churches. So all the Christians in the area are saying, you know, the Lord may it be on my land. And, and the engineer came back and said, well, the best place to put this well is in the, the village of Koboko, which is a, which is a Muslim village, on the land of a, a ninety-year-old gent by the name of Anan. Um, so they, so this the, the pastor, Pastor John, his name was, went to Anan, and uh, asked if they could build the land, uh, build the well in his land, and he, his respect response was, "Allah be praised, Allah be praised." And so Pastor John asked if he could if he could pray with him. And, and he did. Um, and, and the next day, John got a call from, from Anand. Could you come and visit? Uh, Anand was, was crippled. He, he couldn't use his legs. He couldn't walk. When John went back, he, Anand came out of his house walking, carrying two buckets, saying, Pastor John's God, that's my God. Wow. And, and Agino's God is my God. And Jesus is my Lord. Wow. He was, he was the imam of that village. Um, he was baptized last month. He was 19 oh, years wow. old. Baptized last month. M many folks in the village are now coming to Christ. 
and uh, and he he had a quite a bit of land, which he gave to the church. He wants to build a nice church there. So you know, the amazing thing is, God's power is at work, and it's all around us. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as dramatically as you see it in that story, but it is all around us. We just have to believe in God enough to give Him the opportunity to use His power. Um, in, in our world and in our lives. Mm. That's great. And I, you know, Richard, I've, I've really seen you do that uh, as you've been out and about, not in the, not in the formal boardroom where we are, but when we're out uh, to dinner, I, I remember recently you were, you were chatting with a guy in the, in the parking lot oh, yes. and, and you went deep really quick with him. And um, so I think you, you live that out and that's uh, oh, wonderful you. to see and uh, a good word from you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Would you would you pray for uh, those who will be reading Second um, Corinthians this week? Absolutely. Thank you. Creator God, your, your, your Apostle James tells us that whenever we pray for wisdom, we will never be denied. And so I pray that all who read Second uh, Corinthians this week, all, all who read and encounter God in encounter with God, I pray that, that, that their eyes may be opened, that, that they may find wisdom in God's word, but more than that, that they might deepen their faith and, and, and deepen their desire, not only to be disciples of Christ, but to be disciples who make disciples for Christ. And so give them the, the courage to be um, evangelical in, 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 in their lifestyle. Help them in, in gentle and unassuming ways to bring the message of Christ to their world, uh, whether in word or, or, or by the way they live, because Christians should live differently. So give us the courage to live that different life that you call us to as disciples of Jesus so that the message of the gospel may reach to the ends of the earth. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Richard. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be with you as well. And and yeah, you too. And everyone who's, uh, who's watching and reading this week, uh, may the spirit lead you in, in his name. We pray in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Bye for now. God bless and have a great Memorial Day weekend. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye.